Welcome to What's the Word podcast with myself, Nick Henderson, a resource that helps push you further in your faith by discussing what God's Word has to say about various topics that tend to trip up believers and keep us from advancing into the place God has for us. I'm so grateful you're tuning in today. And before we get into the content, I want to ask if this episode provides you any value that you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. Those two things help a ton. With that aside, let's jump in to today's episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome to this week's episode. This week's episode is a treat, and I got my boy Trevor Valentino back in the studio. What's up, Trevor? Yes, sir. Look, we're twinning today, man. I, I honestly, guys, I'm trying to wear, if you listen on Spotify, you don't see this, um, so you should check us out on YouTube or something like that. But I try to not match perfectly with Trevor by putting on a Pittsburgh Pirates hat to kind of give some gold <laughs> to our black and white vibe here. But if you're watching on video, undoubtedly, you definitely see that we're wearing very similar outfits. So, uh, yeah, unintentional, but here we are kind of matching. In the we're studio. here. But yeah, man, how you doing? Doing good. Good. Well, Trevor, we got a kind of a big question today. Uh, it's very pertinent and it's a big deal. So the question is basically, when should me, my significant other break up or like when should we think about breaking up uh you know what should we be considering if you know we're thinking about ending a relationship what are some reasons to end a relationship and all of that stuff so big question trevor big deal relationships are massive in our life so i want to ask you to start off what's your personal experience with the idea of like when should we break up breakups in general yeah that's a scary question right like no one that's not a question that like you're going through a relationship and you just ponder every day like yeah. man am i ready to end it today like yeah. you don't wake up and you're like yeah. texting your girlfriend or your boyfriend and you're like man i wonder if i should just stop you know yeah. dating them today yeah it's a scary relation it's a scary question so i think and why do you think it so why do you think it is a scary question why do you think people are so fearful of the reality that people break up because truthfully a dating relationship only ends in one of two ways you either get married or you break up. There's no other alternative. So why do you think people are so scared of, you know, really a good odds chance of people breaking up? Why do you think it's such a scary reality, a scary question? I think it's it's scary if you're the one who's thinking about doing the breaking up because uh, along with that comes a lot of personal responsibility and just like kind of fear of the unknown. Like, is mm. this the right decision? And a lot of times it's a question that's avoided because you know you take into consideration the feelings you have towards this person the attraction uh, the experiences you've built together the memories you've made uh, but if you're asking yourself like these are all things that i like but is this a good option for me like is this something that's is this relationship actually beneficial to me uh, mm -hmm. and the answer to that is no uh, then what comes along with that is, well, maybe I should break up with them. And I think the world has kind of made us had this idea tied to breaking up with failure mm -hmm. as if, if you break up with someone, uh, something went wrong and that's a bad yeah, thing. Yeah. And now like you're going to be single again and then you're going to feel lonely and mm -hmm. you don't know if you're going to have another boyfriend or girlfriend. And so I think just that fear tied along with it causes a lot of people not to want to ask that question. Yeah. yeah. And I think people are really scared of being single. Yeah. Too. You know, it's like the idea of even in today's age, I see it a lot. Uh, I want to say with teenagers, but unfortunately, I see it with adults as well of just people who like they'll be in a dating relationship and they'll be so afraid to break up because of the reality of being single 
that they'll literally just stay in the relationship until they really have a better idea of who they want to date next. Like, yeah. and you see that often of people going from relationship partner to relationship partner, uh, just because they need to be with somebody. And it really stems from the fear of being alone, it stems from the fear of, you know, I'm, you know, so uncomfortable with the idea of being single that I'd rather just be in a subpar mediocre relationship until I can kind of find a better one. And so that's a sad reality, obviously. Yeah. And so, you know, I think to kind of lay some ground rules out when it comes to this idea of should we break up? Should me and my significant other break up? Should you consider breaking up? All the great stuff. Let's go to, you know, what's the word podcast here. So let's talk about like what God's word has to say, because in reality, God's word doesn't have a ton to say about dating. In fact, specifically about dating, God's word has nothing to say. Yeah. Uh, if you listen to JP at Becoming Something Podcast, which is a great resource, he talks a lot about this idea of that dating really wasn't a construct that was even created until probably a little under 100 years ago. Yeah. And it's used as a euphemism for prostitution at that. So dating at the least whether he's right or wrong or what his sources are i'm not really sure but at the very least dating is not mentioned in the bible yeah and there's really not a certain category for the idea of dating yeah but there is a category for the idea of relationships in general that's not new and marriage obviously is not not new and all dating is is the test run before marriage yep i mean for a christian we really don't have let's think about this for a second right for a christian if you are intending to follow and glorify God in everything that you do, you shouldn't have any luxury of being with, there should be no incentive of being with multiple people because in theory you're not engaging in sexual activity with them if you're seeking to honor and glorify God. And so once you take that component out of it, I mean, really, you're just dating people to what, have conversations with people. And so with that in mind, the Bible does talk a lot about marriage and talks. And I think for us as Christians, it's important for us to date with the intent of marriage that we need to start there when it comes to the premise to the base of everything. So we're dating with the intent of marrying somebody, not to have fun, not to satisfy any physical pleasures or, or desires or anything like that, but to date as a test run before marriage. Will I marry this person? And dating is just trying to answer that question. So when it comes to that, 2 Corinthians 6.14 talks about not being unequally yoked. And we kind of talked about, you know, FFA boy here. Mm -hmm. uh, Trevor talked about that last week on the podcast and was kind of just discussing that if you're unequally yoked, because that comes from oxen, right, Trevor? Yep. The idea is like oxen are tied together. Correct me if I'm wrong, because you are the, you know, the oxen expert here. <laughs> um, but that oxen are yoked together. And the idea is that they can pull further and faster together, yoked together. But if one is unequal in that, then, you know, they go in zigzags or inevitably they go in circles and it's a mess, right? When people are unequally yoked. Obviously, the scripture is using oxen as an illustration, but it's meant practically to for people who are considering being in a relationship with someone who's not really up to the standard of faith that they are, meaning a Christian dating a non-Christian. So what do you think? So let's answer this question off the bat, Trevor, and get your thoughts on it. The Bible is very clear. Don't be unequally yoked. Don't date someone. If you're a Christian, you're a Christ follower. It's not best to be in a relationship with somebody, especially a marriage relationship, especially a marriage relationship with someone who is not Christian. Okay. Why do you think that is? Like what, what if someone is, what if someone listens to this podcast, like, Hey, I'm a Christian, but I'm dating someone who's a non-Christian. What would you say? Yeah. I mean, I think what, what makes this hard, especially with the question, should we break up? is it's easier to have that mentality of like, oh, but like they might get better. Yeah. Like they, they've gone to church once or twice. Like they might start going like 
they have a Bible, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's not what it's about. Like, yeah. it's not just about those characteristics. Like, you should be entering a relationship, taking into consideration, even before you start dating them. Like, is this someone that I could see being my spouse yep. and having a godly marriage with? And yep. if, like, all dating is is testing whether or not that person lines up with the assumptions that you had that yep. they're going to be a good godly spouse. And so uh, if you're already in that relationship, uh, you have to take a survey of, like, uh, does this person check those boxes of being able to fully surrender to Christ? Like yeah, not yeah. just I read my Bible every now and then, but like I am fully abiding in Christ every single day of my life. Yeah, and if the answer is no, yeah. and you're not willing to give up that relationship in hopes that maybe that person needs to spend time on their own mm-hmm. uh, finding Christ for themselves, because that's more important than y'all just you know going on a couple cute dates together and having fun. Yeah. Like what's more important is both of y'all being fully uh, abiding in Christ. And that's the thing too. Like if you're not willing to give up that relationship because of some of those things, then you're probably not ready to start a relationship in the first place. Like you're not mature enough in your walk with Christ because there's something that's more important than abiding in Mm -hmm. Christ. And I think it's important to lay the groundwork with when it comes to this too, because people, you know, ask them the question, wait, so if my significant other is not a Christian, I shouldn't be dating them. And really the fact of the matter is no, if you're a Christian young lady or young man, and you're dating someone who's a non-Christian, it's, I mean, when should we break up? When should we break up? Probably like right now, or, you know, or at least have a very, uh, very intentional conversation with that person, because let's think about this, the premise. If you're a Christian, the most important thing to you is honoring Christ in everything that you do. And so you want to put every single tangible factor in your life, setting you up for that purpose, honoring Christ in everything that you do. A relationship partner, especially in a romantic relationship partner, someone who, if you're dating with the intent of marriage, someone that you're maybe thinking about marrying one day, and they're not a Christian, that is not going to set you up to honor God. And so that's the most important thing. I think it's really interesting that a lot of Christians will like make excuses for their significant other, like, well, you know, they're really nice, or they're really smart, or they have a plan for the life, and all those things, which are great bonuses, mm-hmm. great additions to someone who needs a relationship with Jesus Christ and the practical factor for this people are like why wow, is this such a big deal so as a guy who's like married right now I would say that our life would be a hundred million times harder if my wife Danielle was not a Christian for the fact that even though we argue and even though we disagree we can always come back to the center of okay we're after the same things here we have the same values we have the same principles that govern our life even when everything is crazy financially life is busy and all that insane stuff is going on we can come back to ground zero and say okay what are we after we have the same values we have the same principles that come in our life. We want to honor God in everything that we do. And every argument, everything that happens, we can go back and say, okay, this is about Jesus. But if you're dating a non-Christian, you can't do that. And then things go from bad to worse to horrible very, very, very but quickly. But like, what if like later on they get it? Like, shouldn't I just mm. stay in this relationship and just wait until they figure out? Like, yeah. it's a lot scarier to leave and then like... There's doesn't seem like there's a lot of godly people out there. So how do I even know I'm going to find the right thing? Like, I'm not perfect. How am I going to judge them? Like, how do we have that concept of like, why is it better to leave that relationship rather than just staying in hopes that they'll figure it out? I think it's a great, great question question too, because it's so tempting. I like this person a lot. They're really, and they're really attractive and really cool and really nice for someone. If you're dating someone and it's clear and one, you should have that conversation with them. I, I think it's crazy that people don't have those those conversations, those Christ conversations about, hey, what's your relationship with Christ look like? Not what your church attendance looks like, not what, you know, your prayer life looks like. Any of those things, those are solid, but you want to ask them, 
are you a Christian? Do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? And if it's evident that they don't, then the next logical step is to have another conversation that looks like, okay, well, the most important thing to me in my entire life is, number one, honoring Christ in everything that I do. Mm -hmm. And as a person who I consider maybe a, a, a possible potential person to go into marriage with, I would need you to be that. And you don't have to be that for me. And I'm not asking you for that, but I, that's what I need in my life. Yeah. And so at the very least, it's a break. At the very least, it's a, we need to take some time apart for that person who's not a Christian to discern and figure out if committing their life to Christ is something that they want to do. If they don't want to do that, then it's an easy decision. Yeah. It's a hard decision to make, but an easy logical decision, I should say, because it's just not worth it. I don't care how smart, good looking, cool somebody is. It's just not worth dating someone who's not a Christian because you're going to run into some massive issues down the road. But there are other questions, right? Because the Bible is clear about that. Don't be unequally yoked. Second Corinthians 6, don't be unequally yoked because it has very interesting issues and very difficult issues down the road. But there's some other nuances in there, like with dating. Uh, and I kind of want to hit somebody with this because there's a lot of pressure, right? You kind of mentioned earlier, like breakups are scary, man. Like I, I don't really even want to entertain the question of, you know, all this stuff. Interesting thing with dating, it doesn't have to be so rigid. If you're a Christian if you're, and you're dating another Christian, you can decide to work through whatever you feel like dealing with in marriage. And on the flip side, you can break up with them for whatever you want to break up with them for. That's like, I think people feel a lot of pressure on both sides of the equation, but mainly the person who doesn't want to be in the relationship anymore. And they feel like, well, this isn't a good enough reason to break up. It's like, you don't really... I understand it's hard and you're going to hurt somebody's feelings and it's good that you care about that because obviously you're an empathetic person. But the truth is you can break up with them for whatever you want to break up and break up with them for because there's Christian freedom there. If you don't like the way that they wear their hats, technically you're not in sin <laughs> if you break up with them for that. Uh, what are you trying to say, Nick? <laughs> if, but if you're, you know, if there are more serious things, if you don't like, if you don't like the fact that they're going to have a job that moves them around. You don't have to stay with them if you don't feel like dealing with that. If they're going into the military and you think to yourself, I don't I don't want to date a person who's in the military, you don't have to. Or if they're not going into the military, you have a strange affinity to date somebody who's in the military. Like you don't have to stay with someone who you don't want to stay with. And there's just weird pressure uh, when it comes to dating, like right or wrong reasons to break up. In reality, there's so much Christian freedom there that you don't have to feel bad because just know. That if you're dating with the intent of marriage, that you can decide to work through whatever you feel like dealing with in marriage. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're a Christian, as long as they love Jesus, you technically have the potential to work through those things. And so with that said, we're going to kind of provide some practical guidelines along the way to at least give you an idea. But just know, like, as you're navigating the decision of, like, should we break up? Should me and my significant other break up? Just know there's Christian freedom there. Like, for most things, most things. It's not a sin to make the decision to break up or to stay together as long as you're a Christian and you're honoring God on that. But the first question actually hits on that a little bit, uh, and you want to consider this question when it comes to breaking up. Number one, Trevor, I want to hit you with this. Should we break up if we're struggling with purity boundaries? Uh, so 1 Corinthians 6.18 yeah. says, flee immorality. For every other sin a man commits is outside of his body, but the immoral man sins against his own body. Mm. So it's saying like, eliminate access. Like if this is something that's causing you consistently to mess up, to yeah. stray away from being pure and, mm. and godly, are you willing to give that thing up 
in order to fully surrender to Christ. Mm. And a lot of the cases, if people in relationships were to look at the consistency of the fact that this is a sin that they constantly fall into, and maybe they've tried to set boundaries, but those boundaries fall apart and they keep falling into it again. Uh, You have to ask the question like, is it worth it to stay here? Because we're scared of leaving that relationship because honestly, I feel like a lot of people enter relationships as if they're entering a marriage. And so the idea of breaking up feels more like divorce. They lump a lot of pressure on themselves, dude. So when you treat dating like marriage and not like actually how it, you know, should be of just Mm -hmm. like determining whether or not this person is suitable for marriage, then yeah, like it stinks to say that idea of like, oh, we messed, we messed up. Like if we're in a marriage, like that's not something that I feel like worth divorcing over because Mm -hmm. we're in a covenant now. Like, do I have enough grace and forgiveness for this person? But like, if you're not in a marriage and this is a dating relationship Mm -hmm. and you're not able, maybe it's on your side, you're not able to handle your purity and it's affecting them. Mm -hmm. Like it's worse off for you and worse off for them to stay in that relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's better to cut ties there uh, yeah. Maybe, like you said, take a break for a little bit. Uh, but I, I wouldn't necessarily say, like in all cases, that is the only yeah. way. I think know? it's so true. Let's, let's like let's remind people: you're not divorcing somebody; yeah. you're breaking up with them, right? There's, it's most of the time better to break up. When in doubt, break up. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I know it's, but just the way the stigma is, like when in doubt, break up because it's. You're not divorcing somebody. It's not a sin. You're fine, dude. It's and not a failure. The reality is if there is continued and consistent sin in the relationship, you should break up. Mm-hmm. Flee from sin at all costs, the Bible talks about. Flee from sexual immorality. Don't work through it. Don't try to battle it. Don't try to discipline yourself through it. Flee from it at all, at all costs because Apostle Paul and God knows you ain't going to beat it. Yeah. So you're not going to... like you know Gather all your discipline and somehow stop you guys from... You know, being impure in the relationship, flee from it. Take a break at the least uh, in the relationship if you have to. It's better to be pure than it is to be impure and in a relationship. I promise you, better to be pure and single than impure and in a relationship with someone, even if you really love them, even if you really like them, flee from all sin because that is your higher calling in life. And so the question, should we break up if we are struggling with purity boundaries? Yes, if it's consistent. Yeah. So I said there's Christian freedom earlier. I should have added the caveat. If you're in consistent sin, you need to break up. Now, that doesn't mean like the occasional mess up and slip up. We all have those things. Like, I would be a liar to say if I never made those mistakes as well. But if you're in consistent sin, if you're consistently having sex, if consi- or if it's a controlling environment, right? A controlling, jealous environment and or anger. When somebody has an anger thing. Somebody has just some weird sin struggle going on and it's consistently coming out in the relationship. Dude, break up. Yeah. Life's too short, man. You're not married. At least take a break. Yeah. Two months, three months, four months. Take a breather, something, dude. Because if you're struggling with sin in your relationship and it's consistent, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. But, you know, that's kind of a hardcore thing, a pretty hard line on that. What if, like, my family doesn't like my significant other? Uh, I think that might depend. Like, mm-hmm. is are the members of your family believers? Mm. Like, what is their reasoning behind not liking this person? Uh, I think... On the forefront, if your family are believers and they love you like 
you should listen to their advice. Like that's that's wise to listen to the counsel of other people, right? To take into consideration like am is what these people who truly care about me telling me yeah. like is it being your family told may with, be crazy but they do love you yeah like is it if it's told with good motives like i should probably listen to that and like take away my own biases my own things that are pulling me towards one way and at least just listen that's true take inventory the least like i dealt with this too a little and i'll share a little bit of my, of my story uh next episode with this when it comes to breakups but Take inventory of what they're saying at the very least because in my situation with my wife when we were dating, their family had some legitimate concerns about me that were pretty relevant. And so we obviously ended up getting married, but those were things I needed to work on. And so if your family and your friends as well, I know your friends hold a little bit less weight uh, because sometimes they're just straight up wrong. (laughs) Be very careful when it comes to their feedback. But do take it into consideration. Like if they say that you're, you know, if you're a girl and they say that your boyfriend's controlling, you need to think about that. You need to ask yourself, okay, is he controlling? Does he text me a lot? Like, if I don't text him back, is he jealous? Does he try to control who I'm around, who I'm spending time with, all those things? And ask yourself the hard questions to determine if he's truly controlling and stop being so afraid of the reality that you may break up. And that's really what it comes down to. So take inventory, take it seriously. What do you got, what do you got Trev? What are you saying? Awesome. I mean, but you don't know him like I know him. Yeah, you don't know him. <laughs> he's like not I always like that. That's, yeah, and which is true. Like, there's a fine line. Like, you don't want to just come down on your significant other and be like, my family said this, you're this. Obviously, temper it. But sometimes we get so infatuated with love and feelings that we forget what somebody's truly like. Yeah. And it's often the outside perspective that can really lead us to some really relevant truths about somebody. That's why it's important to have godly counsel in your life. Oh, yeah. To have that available for you. Accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Trevor, and last question I want to talk through because this is, man, I get this a lot. Uh, it's usually comes at the end of someone being like, oh, you know, they're really great. I really like them. But what if I'm not attracted to somebody? What mm. if someone's significant other is just like, look, they're really cool. They're really solid. They're going places, you know, really sweet. I'm just not attracted to someone. Can I break up with somebody if I'm just not attracted to them? What do you think about like that? Like not attracted anymore? Yeah, maybe maybe it's a lack of physical attraction now, or maybe it's, it was always like that, and they just kind of looked past it, hoping that maybe it would start. Like, what are your thoughts on that? You're not ready for marriage, <laughs> so you're not ready to date. There you go. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, beauty is fleeting. Mm. If dating is for marriage, not training for marriage, but, you know, taking you know, a survey of, is this person a suitable spouse? If that's what it's for, and you have this mentality of you know, I'm just not as attracted to them anymore, Mm -hmm. you know, because of their appearance. Like there's going to be a day where y'all are very wrinkly and old and it's not going to be all this butterflies and stuff that, that you might have started out with, which is cool. Like if that's what initially like makes you notice this person and that's how y'all like start out, like that's cool. But if you're not mature enough to say like, that's not the only thing, that's not the purpose of this relationship like our purpose is to serve god together Mm -hmm. and if we can do that like yeah there might be days to where i might look at you and be like okay not like (laughs) crazy attracted right now but i still love you Mm because love is a commitment right it's not 
like a feeling, like you said, so people yeah, yeah. just cling on to the feeling rather than the fact that relationships mm-hmm. in the context of marriage is a commitment. Yeah. yeah. And actually Trevor, I would push back against that a little bit. I think that's true. Beauty is fleeting and obviously you want deeper attributes for somebody when it comes to why you love them, why you like them, why you want to be in a relationship with them and maybe marry them one day. Um, and we'll talk about like, you know, if you're not attracted to somebody, remember there's Christian freedom in dating. And so operate from the standpoint that like, if you, if you, <laughs> Hopefully you don't, but like if you truly find them like mildly unattractive and you just think to yourself, oh, you know, you look at them and it's like, oh my gosh, I just don't like them. You can break up with them. You don't, like we said before, freedom in dating. You can break up with them if you want to. If you don't like their hair, you don't like their teeth anymore or whatever it may be, or they grew a mustache or they cut their <laughs> hair off, whatever it may be, you don't have to date them. Um, I would reflect upon that heavily for yourself, do a lot of self-reflection to think about why do I consider tra- attraction such an important thing? But at the end of the day, attraction is mildly important. Like for, you know, in marriage, you're going to want to be attracted to the person that you're with. And obviously just do it with love and kindness. And that's the trick here. If you're not attracted to somebody, you can't just hide that from them. You can't just blame God for it. And we're going to do another episode when it comes to like how we should break up with, with people. What's a loving way to do that? And basically how to handle a breakup type of a thing. So I won't go too deep into it, but if you truly feel that way, then be upfront and honest. Yeah. Like, don't bury them, but don't blame it on God. Don't sit there and blame it on other reasons that aren't legitimate. Like, be real with somebody, be upfront, and be fair to them. So, Trevor, man, I thank you for this conversation. I think it's going to help a ton of people in answer, answering the question of when should we break up or should we break up. So, guys, thank you all for listening once again. We love you all. We appreciate you all. We hope this provided you a ton of value. Peace. I hope this episode helped you out and provided you tons of clarity and encouragement. If so, I'd greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. It helps more than you know. Until next time.